Hello and welcome to Congress Talks, the podcast that brings you the latest from the Irish Congress of Trade Unions. I'm Aileen O'Mara and in this episode... Congress calls for a pay increase in the private sector. At least 4% is due. Average hourly earnings in the economy are slightly less now than they were five years ago. Dr. Tom MacDonald is a senior economist with the Nevin Economic Research Institute. He told me how wage stagnation during the austerity years has left wages depressed in the private sector and workers are now due a pay increase. Well, the economy is growing strongly at the moment. Um, The unemployment rate is falling. Uh, Employment is up by almost 3% year on year. And uh, we have a situation now where almost everything is growing in the economy uh, except wages. Wages um, have been pretty stagnant now for about half a decade. Um, Average hourly earnings in the economy are slightly less now than they were five years ago. Yet over the last four years, we've seen unemployment falling. Uh, we've seen the economy starting to grow. It's, it's bigger now than it was at the height of the boom. And the expectation now is that um, the economy will move into a more normal phase. It'll be strengthening o- over the next few years. And in that context, we would expect to see inflation of about 2% year on year. So, so workers will need to see their their wages increased by 2% just, just, just to stand still. On top of that, um, a really since about the Second World War, labour productivity uh, increases by about 1.5% year on year. Now, there's a lot of volatility, and you don't know what it's going to be in advance, but that's been the average. So to compensate workers for that, you need to pay them an extra 1.5% year on year. So... That takes you to 35 3.5%, 3.6%. And then when you take in the fact that we have a strengthening labour market, we've moved past austerity, even the European Commission now is talking about uh, more uh, expanding budgets, uh, more pro-growth policies. And when you look at labour costs in Ireland really having been stagnant since 2010 and labour costs in Ireland growing at a much slower rate than they are in other European uh, countries, it's time for a certain degree of catch-up or compensation, and that very quickly takes you to a 4% mark, uh, which will, for, for all workers on over 25,000, be a 1,000 euros or more. And then, as I understand it, the private sector committee is saying that, that all workers should benefit to the tune of at least 1,000 euros. If you have a pay increase, that has an impact on the economy too, doesn't it? It does. Uh, the first effect is that it increases tax revenue, um, uh, through income tax, but also through VAT and excise. Uh, it, it also means that there's uh, uh, more goods and services being bought in shops. There'll be increased demand in the economy. That will create jobs. Uh, obviously, it, it will improve the living standards of workers as well. It'll make them more confident when you move into a, an environment where wages are growing. It means they can be more confident about the future. Can you show me about the, how your data shows that there is still considerable ground to be made up since the, since the austerity years? Yeah, well, according to the European Commission, uh, their data shows that uh, real compensation, um, which is a, a wider term, incorporating more than, more than just wages, actually fell uh, for four consecutive years uh, after the crisis, was essentially uh, close to zero in 2014 and 2015 and is only expected to have start to have started growing in 2016. 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, the real compensation then is actually lower now still than it was back in 2010, despite the fact that with increasing efficiency, improved technology and so on, you would be having productivity gains year on year. Now, productivity in the West hasn't been particularly strong over the last few years, though there may be measurement errors associated with that. But even so, you would, you would expect all things being equal, compensation to have increased over that period, whereas in fact, workers are actually worse off now than they were back in 2010. A long time to wait for, for, for an improvement in living standards. It is a long time to wait, though it has been a it has been historically difficult uh, recession as well. From what your figures are showing as well, it's like you're looking at hourly earnings really mm. as well, aren't you? Yeah, um, hourly earnings are, are are useful because they they give you a sense of how much a worker is being compensated for the amount of work that they're actually doing, and are therefore um, a better measure of. Um, of fairness than average weekly earnings because obviously that can change dramatically from year to year. Now clearly um, it is concerning that uh, many workers now are working on a kind of a week-to-week basis with unsure hours and obviously that's that's an equally important issue but in terms of uh, uh, fair compensation for labour uh, for the amount of effort and, and uh, effort expended and work put in average hourly earnings are, are where it's at and Average hourly earnings in the third quarter of this year, that's July to September, were €21.55. Five years previously, they were €21.60. So they've actually fallen very, very marginally over that period. So those years of productivity gains haven't been compensated, of course, and therefore it, it seems reasonable that workers would now be looking to, to claw back some of, their, some of those relative losses mm-hmm. against employers. Uh, unemployment is still above 7%, and in our opinion, the economy uh, still has a little bit more strengthening to do. And certainly given that labour costs in Ireland have been stagnant for so long, uh, Ireland has very much improved its competitiveness uh, relative to other European countries over the last ha- half decade. And in, in that context, we would see it as completely appropriate that workers would be seeking these kind of increases at this time. The labour share of GDP uh, compared to compared to capital is very low in Ireland. Now, Could one you of, explain that to me? Yeah, essentially, if you look at all of the income in the economy, it either goes to, to labour or, or it goes to capital. And in Ireland, the labour share of that 100% is particularly low. Now, one of the reasons it's low is because of transfer pricing associated with U.S. multinationals. But even so, even stripping out that, Ireland comes down the list. Uh, So the argument that in in some way wages are too high in Ireland just simply doesn't stack up, particularly in the context of uh, what we might call a very low social wage in Ireland. Employer PSI uh, is lower in Ireland than it is in any other European country except for Denmark which doesn't use that system at all and has the highest taxes in the world. Uh, and, and that has to be taken into account in terms of the labour costs. So we have a very, very uh, pro-employer um, uh, system in Ireland at the moment, which often doesn't work to the advantage of workers. Dr. Tom MacDonald of the Nevin Economic Research Institute. And all the details of that can be found on the Congress website, ic2.ie and follow us on Twitter at Congress and on Facebook. And thanks for listening.